Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by one guy who's not afraid of the Bayside flu shot, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Hello, Dashiell. Did it feel topical, an episode about it, a flu it shot? It did. When it came up, I was like, hey, look at that. We're taking flu <laughs> yeah. shots, which I don't think you can do anymore in school. You can't force kids to take the flu shot, can you? How much time you got? I wish I wish you could, is my answer. But no, I don't think you can. I mean, and, uh, also, uh, like, you remember your time at school. So did you get a yeah. flu shot at school? Oh, no. No, no, no nothing, nothing medical that was happening in this episode happened where I went to school or as far <laughs> as I know, where anyone went to school. There, was, there were no like physical checkups, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Um, nothing of that variety. Uh, but I mean, it was funny, like an episode suddenly where they're like, there's fear of a, you know, essentially a vaccine. It was like, oh, this feels oddly relevant. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it gave me flashbacks of, uh, you know, <laughs> things that have happened recently to me. So, uh, I know it was all good. Uh, yes. All, all good. Uh, you know what? I, I have uh, three things. You remember this thing that we started back a few episodes ago where I was trying to come up with three things before the start of an episode? Vaguely. Just say it yes. sounds Just say like yes. something we'd try. Sure. sure yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God, God. That thing? Yeah. I've been, I've been, Dying to revisit it. Three things, and one, and and two of them. Uh, once I tell you, you will not be able to to not see it on screen. Uh, and those two okay. things are my hand acting in this episode. Hmm. A lot of open palmed hand acting. Uh, yep, okay. just like you're doing. Yeah, uh, we're both we're both doing it. If you're listening at home, and yep. you need a visual. We're both all, all my fingers are all extended. They're extended, <laughs> kind of like when you when you put paint on your hands and then you put that on a paper and then you make a turkey out of your hand. Do you remember that? Sure. Yeah. I still do that. Yeah. If you give me a paste paper and a, and a crayon, I will make a turkey. That's, I'm, I'm pushing 34. I'll still do that. The folks. second thing, there's a big zit on my left cheek. Mm. And I told the audience that I would point these out when they came along. And there is one in this episode. And it's a shame because this whole episode is me talking to really attractive women and I was very, very self-conscious about things like that on my face. Um, I, because here's the thing: we would rehearse all week, so you know we are right. going to have uh, the actress who played uh, Jennifer, the nurse, with us, and that meant throughout the whole week, because I don't wear makeup during the week, she would have to look at that thing. Right. And yeah. same with <laughs> Tiffany and Elizabeth and Lark. <laughs> And I'm sure like, you know, Mario would tease me about it or that's what was going on in my head. Uh, You know, this, this thing living on my cheek. Cause it was, it was a pretty big one. And you can see like, they try to cover it with makeup, but it's, it's still there. And now that I've told you, you will not be able to not see it. I will see it. You will see it. I I didn't even notice it. That's how pimples and zits are generally though. Like they are always 10 times larger to the owner than the outside world. They, they, and, and your own stresses and anxieties and an inability not to mess with that thing will only make it worse. It's a it's a living metaphor on your face. Yep. And the third th- the third thing is uh, <laughs> that there yeah. is a big difference between the Peacock version and the Hulu version. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. We we usually watch the Hulu <sighs> version uh, while we okay. while while we are um, taping. And I think we That's do it true. just because there's no commercials. And in the Peacock version, there is commercials. But the Peacock version seems to be the 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 actual cut. Uh, the Hulu version seems mm. to be more like the syndicated version uh, because there's a whole scene missing out of the Hulu version. And I went back and watched it on Peacock. I'm a bad, first of all, I'm a bad 
Peacock employee, but I'm also a bad podcast host. I only watched on Hulu this week, and of course, I'm getting busted. I didn't realize I missed a whole a whole scene that is a uh, in the Peacock version. Do you want me to tell you now or when it get when it comes to that? I think point? When we we're not going to watch feels, it. That feels we're like not a natural. Watch it we're I'm not going to watch it. Gonna, That's no, crazy. We're still we're on doing Hulu a show. Yeah. And, Anyway, so Dash. We um, yeah, we're doing a show. We're, oh yeah, I yeah, we're going to be doing a show. Uh, yeah, so with let's without further summarize. ado, let's yeah, no summarize. Ado. No more ado. Summarize the f- hell out of this. Take uh, it away. Can't wait. Zach asks Kelly to go steady. She needs to think about it. Zach meets a girl named Jennifer the next day at school and is immediately in love. Nurse Butcher is administering physical exams and flu shots and tells Jesse she needs glasses. Zach realizes the person he met is the school's new nurse, Jennifer. Kelly says yes to going steady, but Zach forgot he even asked, leaving Kelly confused and distraught. Slater's afraid of getting his flu shot and tries to scheme out of it. Jesse learns Zach is in love with Jennifer, but is sworn to secrecy. Slater also learns Zach's secret and makes him get a second flu shot to keep quiet. Zach sets Kelly up on a date with Melvin from Screech's Chess Club to keep her busy while he pursues Jennifer. Lisa learns of Zach's new love and plots with Jesse, Slater, and Jennifer to teach Zach a lesson. Jennifer teaches Zach this lesson by coming on to him aggressively at school. A scared Zach flees, tries to reconcile with Kelly, but she's moved on to Melvin. Also, Jesse doesn't really need glasses. And that is from Nurse Tours. And we're in Act One, just like that. Uh, this episode is written by one Bennett Tramer. Hello, Bennett. Thought you did a great job on this one. Um, and we're at the Kapowski household for a rare exterior. The exterior, shot. yes. yes. Yeah, by you the don't way, see these too often in Say by the Bell. You don't see these too often, but also just to let the audience know, in case they didn't know, Please. we are actually not outside. We are not on location. Mm. This is on the stage. Um, I can't remember if we ever did anything on location besides like when we'd go away the for beach, yeah. the beach or the Palm Springs episodes or the 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 Hawaii, Hawaii episode. Yeah, yeah, or the the yeah. That stuff. And and it's funny because I remember a lot of that because it was off campus. Right. And I don't remember, you know, what we did. I don't remember the plots of the the Palm Springs stuff. I just remember like the fun we had. We would hang out at the pool after after shooting. We would hang with a crew uh, and and uh, drive golf carts around Palm Springs and the hotels that we stayed at and 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 you know, all this stuff besides acting. I remember yeah. that stuff. But why would you uh, remember yeah. the job part of a job? I mean, that's the most boring part of any job. Well, uh, you ask the audience; they're the ones that uh, seem to think that uh, you know that I should remember all this stuff. And uh, we get here an Ernest goes to jail joke from uh, Kelly. Um, Ernest was released April 6, nineteen ninety, eight months before this episode. It was the fourth Ernest movie, so they were trying to stay topical. And uh, boy, oh boy, did Kelly's Vern joke just fall flat. Zero laughs you know, in the audience. It's a Vern joke. <laughs> it got, I, I think it was Zero. the delivery. I, it was also the delivery. She kind of yeah. muffled the Vern. Thank God for subtitles because I was able to go, wait, what did she say? And I look and I, it says I never Vern. even noticed that joke was a Vern. Like I didn't notice it until I re- read it on subtitle. I also watched the subtitles because it, I, look, for, if, you're not list, or if you're listening and you're not quite as old as us, uh, Vern was the, the guy kind of behind the camera for all these commercials starring Ernest, which the Ernest movies are a spinoff of commercials to sell cars, if you can believe that, folks. But yeah, this doesn't connect. <laughs> it didn't land. But Zach, so so help me with this, Dashiell. They've been dating for a while now. Yeah, good. Ask but the so question. What's, Thanks. Zach is, 
what Zach is doing is he's asking Kelly to go steady with him, mm-hmm. which means they are going to date exclusively. Right. So until now, Isn't it's been that, like a free for all, I guess. I, I mean, know, yeah, it's so weird. So, like yeah. I never, like I never did that. I mean, if I was, if I was dating somebody, right, it, it kind of meant that I we were going steady. I thought they were kind of worked hand in hand. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I say, I say, I ask Kelly this, and then you would think because we've been together, we we have a great time, and you know, there there's there's chemistry that she would immediately say yes, let's go steady. She has to sleep on it. What is, oh, what? you think that's the problem with this scene? You don't. You don't think Kelly's seen enough <laughs> enough shenanigans from this young man to be like, before I let the devil inside, I better really make sure he wiped his feet off on the mat mat out front. <laughs> like, I think she's concerned. She doesn't know she can trust you. That that tracks oh, for me. Well, I mean, yeah, you guys are going to get married in Vegas. I know, but I'm just saying, like, for now, I'm. And also, this is Kelly Kapowski. I mean, yes, you have your options open, but so does she. And she's like, this is high school. Like, am I really going to, you know? Lock myself down, and then I side. I side with Kelly's indecision on this. <laughs> do, you, do you also side with Kelly's decision not to give me a goodnight kiss? I mean, no, that's that just cruel. I seems... mean, you took her to an earnest movie. I mean, come on, that's got to be good for something. Uh, sure, it's not scared <laughs> stupid, but it's the second best earnest. Um, also, the term "going steady." I had to look into it because, like, I've talked about this with some of the other uh, writers on the reimagining. Based on our experience watching "Saved by the Bell" as children. We thought the term "going steady" would like really play into our high school experience. Turns out, no one says that anymore. It fell out of favor in the seventies, <laughs> but for some reason, you guys are all still saying that as kids. You know this World War II relationship holdover, and we're in the halls of Bayside. Screech is training for his physical that the nurse is going to administer for some reason. And speaking of nurse, we have one very special guest this week, none other than. The actress who played Nurse Jennifer, Nancy Vallon. Hello, Nancy. Hello. How are you guys? Hello, Nancy. So good Welcome. To see you after I don't want to say how many years. So, right. Oh, uh, you, you. We've we've said it all throughout this podcast. <laughs> I, I cannot believe I've I've thrown something out. I'm sure our audience is so tired of hearing this. But I'm. What is it? What did I say? Dashiell, eight or nine years older than than Dennis Haskins was when he played the principal. <laughs> Yeah. On Saved by the Bell. That's how crazy it is when I when I put it into that context. So yeah, we're we're uh yeah, it's been a while. But you look great. You look like you look like nurse Jennifer. Thank you. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. Except minus minus the sparkles. I'm I'm missing yeah. the sparkles from you the the first time I see you. We have Instagram for that, right? Isn't there that? Uh, yeah. There's there's probably a filter on Zoom. We can probably arrange some sparkles. I should have I should have thought of that ahead of time. <laughs> um, and, uh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Nancy. Oh, thank you, and congrats, you guys. Uh, Mark, an incredible career, and Dasha. Oh, thank you, and all of that. Thanks. You guys are amazing. Congrats. Yeah, please keep all congratulations on my career, Mark Paul. Uh, he he gets enough accolades. He has a he has like a house. I rent. Yeah, my my career is what's important. <laughs> I have kids. And yeah, I got two dogs. Go we yeah, we both have a dog named Piper. I guess so we're equal on yeah. that foot. <laughs> um, well, this is a uh, thank you for joining us. We are uh, we're we're going to be watching on Mark Paul's uh, little screen here as we talk. Um, we're in the halls of Bayside uh, now, Nancy. I, I'm curious because we've asked other guests this who have done one say by the bell kind of like how has this show followed you through life or haunt if that's a word you want to use or this episode specifically like what's your relationship been with it over the years because you've oh wait i didn't even do your intro i'm i, I should be fired nancy uh, you know her from 
tons of stuff, movies including Loverboy, Porky's Revenge, but also tons of TV, Charles in Charge, Friends, the first season, 22 episodes of Baywatch, Spin City, Full House, 911, Playing with Fire, and of course, Nurse Jennifer. There's your intro. That's right. So with all of that, was that good? Oh, <laughs> Did I miss anything there? Jennifer, because I will tell you guys that, and thank you for that, by the way. Um, but, you know, you would think that maybe Baywatch would be the thing that, you know, I get recognized for. I have like, you know, five fans and, you know, three of them are probably in the insane asylum. But, um, but when I do get recognized, it's crazy. It's nine out of 10 times it is for Saved by the Bell. One time I was at a Dodgers game and a whole group of kids were like looking at me and staring at me and whispering. And then they all ran up to me and it was just surreal. I thought, geez, I did one episode. Like how many times have they aired that. And then I guess there was some sort of vote and maybe they've done this a lot of times, but they asked for like the favorite guest star. And then I think it was a duck always wins. There's what duck was that? The duck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't beat a dead person. I mean, you could, but you'd have to get a shovel. The duck was a victim of an oil spill. So you, it's, it's a bleeding heart kind of cause. Oh, great. Now you ruined that one for me. And then I guess it was Leo Ramonini and then maybe me or somebody. I, I was right up there. So I was like, oh my God, this is, that's kind of awesome. So anyway, yeah. It, and and um, happily so. It has very enjoyably so. It has followed me. Nancy, walk, walk us through the um, the process of, uh, were you offered this role or did you know Robin or? No, okay, I, walk I, us through just, I think I just did a pilot for NBC and it was just, another audition that I went on and I remember wearing the same outfit that I, cause they said it was sexy, you know, nurse. And, and I remember wearing the same outfit that I, that I booked the pilot for. I thought, well, if I booked the pilot for NBC, I'm going to wear the same deal. You know, it was like a tight skirt, you know, all black and, you know, tight uh, sweater with a giant belt that's cinched in the waist. Anyway, I went in there and I was just feeling confident, you know, when you're young and I was young and, ignorant and uh, so you just have a lot of confidence right and I think at the end of it I said they said you know oh, great great Jana. I said well I just work and I'm ready to work again <laughs> I think of that I'm like cringy I'm like how did I say that but I guess they didn't mind it um and then Peter Ingle who I saw recently at um at a Save by the Max uh deal that we did um he was so sweet and he was hugging me and he said you know Kathy Ireland had that part and I, I guess her voice was too high or something. So they, they, there was nothing <laughs> wow. that they could do about it, you know? Um, and I'm so glad that I didn't, maybe I knew that before. I, I think I would have been really intimidated. I, I don't recall now, but um, I didn't come in on the first day. Cause I did. Do you recall Mark? Did she do a day on the show? Or? I had to look this up because um I, I, I don't remember a lot and that's why we have this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she went in to do the table read and uh, supposedly she just, it wasn't good. And um, Peter made the decision, uh, called her manager and said, this is not going to work. And they went into casting immediately and, and you were spawned because of it. But uh uh, yeah, I, I I don't remember if she was I don't remember her performance, but it 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 couldn't have been good. If, you know, I, we've been in this business long enough. If you get fired from a table read, things are not going well for you. Yeah, you know, uh, it, ha- it happens, yeah. right? It happens a lot. Oh, yeah, I may have been in on the 
first audition because, and, and maybe Peter's not remembering it correctly, but he, when he saw me at the Save by the Max, he said, I wanted you and my partner wanted Kathy, but I uh, went out. So he might've been a little biased and kind of looking to replace her even before she started, but she did okay. Yeah. I didn't feel bad for her. <laughs> she did fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, that, that would have been considered what we call stunt casting, I guess, because at the time, mm-hmm. Kathy Ireland was like a, a she wasn't she an SI Sports Illustrated model? cover? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, that, that would have been uh, stunt casting, but you know, that doesn't always work. I mean, you have to have what you bring to the the show. You have to have that chemistry and the, and the, and the, the ability to, to play the character. And, and I don't know, maybe she didn't have any of that. So um, I think we made the, I think Peter made the, the right choice because I I watched it again today. I really enjoyed it. I cringe when I watch myself (laughs) on screen, uh, you know, in some of those scenes with you, because I, I just remember like a lot of, a lot of emotions come up. Um, You know, it's kind of cathartic for me to rewatch these episodes, but uh, I I remember like the, 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 uh, just being uncomfortable around, uh, not necessarily you, but just but just having to do some of the things on on screen that I just wasn't comfortable doing. You know, uh, you, you were you. I believe you were older than me, uh, according to your Wikipedia page. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, I was I was just a, I was a very young, um, immature kid playing this role and and playing what I thought was you know what I, what I viewed as the cool kid in my schools. And that's what Zach Morris was, but I wasn't that kid. And so having to portray that on screen was, was very uncomfortable for me. How old were you? Mark? I think, uh, looking back at this dash will help me out. I think I was 16 here. Uh, I couldn't have been more than 16, 17 at this point. You were maybe 16, not yet 17. Yeah, and and we talk about this. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but I, I I'm sporting a really big zit throughout this whole entire episode. <laughs> Never noticed that ever. Yeah, well, you just don't so kind, wait. So you kind don't to you say didn't, that. You didn't remember it. Like you, you, you didn't remember the side because I was telling Dashwell because the the thing for me, what what was hard was once I was in character and I was in character on Friday when we taped. Right, we would tape in the mornings. We would tape in the evenings with the audience. Once I was in makeup, my hair was done. I was in the 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 costume of being Zach Morris. Then I could kind of let myself go. Um, but throughout the week, when we would rehearse, I was still Mark Paul playing this character, and Mark Paul had a big zit on his face, and that would always like I remember those those weeks because it was just it, it it was traumatizing for me to have to work with people while I had this thing and. You, it's not like I was going to go around putting, um, you know, what what was that oxy stuff that they used to put on the the tinted stuff? I mean, it's like Mario would have t- called me out on that. Uh, Mario had flawless skin, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, it 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 was it was hard for me to, to the, those weeks, especially when we had guest stars. You know, I'm working alongside a very beautiful woman, and and I have this thing on my face, and I'm like, oh gosh, of course it has to be this week. Um, and I do remember those moments because that was very personal to me and, and, and traumatizing. You know, it's so good. I think that you're sharing this because it's, it's so wonderful and valuable for young people to hear, but everyone of every age, right? So I find that the most times <laughs> that I'm nervous about things, you know, I find out that people were just worried about themselves or, you know, they didn't know that <laughs> it's so, true. you know. Um, and I will tell you that that week, I I just, 
I don't know why I was comfortable in those types of scenes and it was just fun for me, but I wasn't comfortable very much in the sitcom arena. And I just, first of all, you were just adorable and, you know, it was your show, right? And and so, um, but I remember the cast being so friendly and talking to Elizabeth Berkeley a lot and just us hanging out in the dressing room. And I remember before, you know, we were going to tape, I just looked at Tiffany and and. Elizabeth and I just said, you know, ah, oh, gosh, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if I'm doing this. I don't know how the heck to do a sitcom. Like, and they said, oh, we just do the same thing every week. We're just kind of like more low key in the week. And then when it comes to the tape day, you just punch it up a little. And I said, that's it. It's like, that's it. And I said, okay, great. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, problem solved, you know? So everyone comes in, right. With their insecurities and their, and their worries, right. It, it's so funny that you that you bring that up because I, I remember like the you know the the whole job of the audience is to pump us up. I mean they're there to bring the energy, and I I I know that like before you do the night show, I, there's this like there's this this energy that kind of flows through the entire cast and crew and and the uh, the warm up guy in the audience. Like his whole job is to get this audience going. And then you finally come out for this, you know, the, the first scene and it, it, you're, you're just coming in with so much pep and so much energy. Uh, it, it just like kind of like, it, yeah, I, I, I forgot about like the, the, like the, the takeoff at, at every show. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty fun. I mean, I, I, I don't like doing sitcoms now. I don't know how, if you've done a sitcom since then, um, but I, I've done one sitcom after and it was for a favor to Brecken Meyer, uh, Dashiell, your best friend. Um, best friend, yeah. And uh, he was an executive producer on a show that he created uh, while we were doing Franklin and Bash. And I said, "Oh, sure, I'll do one of your episodes." And I hated it. It's it's a whole it's a whole muscle that I don't use anymore. Um, and and it's it, you know it's like the timing and the, the the you know waiting for the laughs and and feeding off the energy. Um, I didn't really appreciate it. Theater is something completely different. Theater is amazing, but sitcom energy is, it feels forced to me. Um, and it's just something that I, I get a little uncomfortable about. The schedule is darn good though, right? Yeah, the schedule is great. I, <laughs> I actually did a, um, I did a, a hybrid sitcom uh, on NBC uh, back in 2015, and it was with Pam Fryman, who did uh, How I Met Your Mother, and, and it's kind of a hybrid. No audience, but with a laugh track. Um, and uh, that schedule wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. You know, the whole sitcom schedule, and we've talked about this with our audience, Mondays are table reads, and then you kind of just go home after that because they, you give the script back to the writers. Tuesday, a little bit more yeah. rehearse. Wednesday, a little bit more rehearse. Thursday's a, a, a pretty intense day because you're working with the cameras and everybody. Uh, the, the crew comes in and, and really fine tunes where you need to be to light and to, for sound and for the cameras. And then Friday is a pretty intense day as well with you know filming in the morning until the evening. Um, and then you, you, you do sometimes three uh, weeks on and you have a week off, uh, which is amazing for sitcom schedules. Uh, so you do have a life when you do sitcoms and the money's great. Um, so yeah. People who do sitcoms, I, they, they, I, I, I tip my hat to them because it is, it is a, it is a very fine art. Um, but whenever I hear somebody on a sitcom complaining mm. about having to go to work, I'm like, give me a break. Yeah. This is this is a cush job. Yeah. Um, Says know, the guy who really just kind of complained about what it's like to work on a sitcom. 
<laughs> just a teeny tiny well, bit. <laughs> well, wait, which one? You didn't the hybrid having, No. You, you didn't that complain about having one. a job. You're just like, it's a little, yeah, I get it. I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just trying the to get hybrid involved. One you guys have so much experience. Though, I just had to jump yeah. in. <laughs> no, no, the hybrid one was different because we, we filmed for three days. We filmed Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We would do a table read on Monday, rehearse on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we would, we would actually shoot. So it didn't really feel like that sitcom days, you know, where you, you, you do a table read and you had the whole Monday off. Tuesday, you pretty much had off. And Wednesday was, you know, a little bit... Thursday, Friday, you worked kind of hard. Uh, and it was fun. So we're in, we're in the halls of Bayside here, and uh, there's a big banner announcing the nurse does physicals. Uh, Nancy, we were talking about this before you joined. Mm-hmm. I never went to a school where the nurse did physical checkups or any kind of real medical work. You pretty much went there if you, you know, hurt yourself. And if it was bad enough, they'd send you home uh, or give you like a Tylenol or something. Um, but that is the function here at Bayside this week. It's nurse heavy, obviously. Um, and yeah, we learn, uh, we get the repiping here of Lisa, her character. She loves to gossip. That's what we're going to be reminded of this episode. That's what Lisa gets to do. And if you're watching the episode with us at home, uh, you'll notice that your uh, that your boy Zach stumbles over saying, "By the end of the day," hmm. uh, I stumble over the words saying that, and I still to this day, ref- I, I have a hard time saying that phrase. And I will ask the writers, "Can we change this up?" Because I have a hard time saying "by the end of the day." It just does yeah. not flow off my tongue, oh. and I, <laughs> we, we we watch this without sound. But if I pumped up the sound, you would you would hear me fumble over that. And uh, you know, there's just certain phrases as actors that we just we cannot say. And and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you have one, Nancy, but made, that was mine. Let's not go there. And it's still, <laughs> you don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, you can't get let that information get out there. <laughs> That's all. It's you'll something be in your head, right? And then you just worry about it before you do it, and then you just self sabotage yourself, right? So the the mind directs us and where it's going to go, and yeah, yeah, that is true. And I I refuse to just even go there altogether. And I just ask the writer, like, you know, do me a favor, come up with something by instead of come by on. the end of the day. Yeah, yeah just help PM. me out. We can do it. Yeah, yeah I but like, what are you guys making? Come on, spend five more minutes there in the room. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah in the halls of Bayside here for quite the entrance from Jennifer. So Nancy, you mentioned what you wore to the audition. Uh, this is what Jennifer's wearing to her first day on the job as a school nurse. Feels pretty pretty done up here, but I guess par for the course for what uh, Nurse Jennifer will be wearing. Sparkle effects. I'm confused by Zach's reaction because he says to her, are you new here? Is, does he think she's a student? Yes. Yeah, he does. Do you, does that confuse you? Like, she doesn't look that much. I mean, you don't, Jen, excuse me, Nancy, you don't look that much older than any Bayside student. No. There are Bayside students there who have like a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, Deb, you thought I was that, right? You thought I was a student, right? Yeah. Well, I think Zach thinks you're a student. I knew that you were, you know, I mean, when you're, well, you know, we've talked you know, about yeah. this on the yeah, show. Yeah. We, we've talked about this on the show is that at that age, like, right. If like, a 35-year-old and a 43-year-old or whatever, that they're, they're, that doesn't seem like a big gap. But when you're 17 and someone's 20, mm-hmm. that's a huge, huge gap. Right. And so, you know, you would, I, I think someone like a teenager would know that a woman just walked in, not another teenager. Yeah, 
Probably. And so it is interesting that the writers decided to think that nurse Jennifer was not a nurse in the beginning, that she was actually a student coming in. Yeah. And that Zach was like, oh, you're, you're new here. Well, I, I thought that was interesting. It doesn't actually impact the story at all that he is confused that she's a nurse or a student no. woman in and a nurse the next. He's, he's, he's 100 miles an hour the whole time towards Jennifer. So it's like, I'm not sure why they felt the need to do that little misdirect, but why not? Uh, and Zach, of course, is just like, auga, auga, instantly head over heels. Um, and we're back um, in the classroom here at Bayside for Miss Simpson, played by Pamela Kosh again. Not her last appearance. Um, her teaching poetry tracks the last time we saw her. She was teaching Shakespeare in The Substitute. I really love her character, by the way. I love her hard of hearing. I, I really enjoy watching her. She's great. She has, she has some really funny stuff this episode. Um, and we get Belding over the, uh, over the speaker. Uh, he is getting his flu shot in public. Uh, reminded me a bit of uh, Elvis Presley. He got the polio vaccine on Ed Sullivan. Belding, of course, seeing himself as the Elvis Presley of Bayside. That, that makes sense to me. Um, and Kelly, poor Kelly, reading oh, her little I, poem. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've said poor Kelly in this episode. Poor Kelly. This is, this she is the biggest a, poor. No, the so biggest sad. poor Kelly it's so sad. Is, <laughs> is the moment where Kelly turns around to Zach and says, I have my answer for you. And he just gives this really dicky Nothing back to shrug. Her. Nothing. 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 I mean, poor Kelly. This is abuse. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely psychological abuse. So, Nancy, you mentioned how the, what a lasting impact this character had on fans, and I have a, several theories as to why. Um, but one of them is you gave Kelly Kapowski a run for her money. You're one of the few who, like, entered this, like, <laughs> hallowed ground and, like, instantly put the girl of Bayside on her heels with her man. Uh, very, it's, it's impressive. So I think that's kind of why you have clicked in Bayside lore to the extent you have. Well, you got, can I ask you this question? Cause I always just assumed that, and I'm not a boy. So I, I, you know, you sure. can speak to it obviously better than I can, but um, you know, I just always assumed that the writers were going for that. You know, I would think a universal fantasy that a high school boy has, you know, the, a little old, you know, the older experienced woman, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's kind of what I, what I thought. And of course the nurse thing, you know, she's going to take care of him and that fantasy that every man has. Right. So I just thought they were playing into that. And then every kid at home could kind of live through you, you know, um, Mark and have that, you know, experience. So I, I really thought it was all about that, giving the boy the fantasy. And then also the great lesson at the end, you know, you think that the grass is greener and you have all these choices and then you lose your love and you don't appreciate it till it's gone. And I, I kind of really like the themes of that episode a lot. Can I just throw something out there? And I'm, I may be the only one in this, in this uh, chat that uh, There's three feels of us. this way. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of us. But I can't think of anything more... Uh, for for me, like going to a doctor's office and there being a female nurse that looks like Nurse Jennifer, that is my biggest nightmare. Like I don't want someone like look who looks like that giving me a exam. I mean, yeah. Am I am I on the? No, you're not. You're not alone. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I would agree with you. But I think to to Nancy's point, my second thought on why Nurse Jennifer is stuck is this is like. This is like adjacent to 
pornographic imagery yeah, here of like the seductive nerd. It's like what they did was they did a dirty little trick on Say by the Bell, which is like introduce essentially an adult film storyline into a, a Saturday morning <laughs> children's show. Yes. That's what's happening here, folks. It's for comedy, but like, but how it, did that become a pornographic? I don't. Oh, I, don't know. I mean, thing. I have no. Like, it's the same like, thing as like the guy the, there to fix a toilet, or I think these are just like long, distantly gone tropes of the seventies when they were not writing these things, but they were trying to write these things. You know, can I share just a little thing? So my father-in-law, my uh, late father-in-law was Dick Van Patten. And, you know, toward the end of his life, he, you know, and all through his life, he was not a flirt. He loved, oh my gosh, he did adored and just revered his wife, uh, loved her so much. But, you know, if there was a pretty girl around, he's always like, oh, you know, she's pretty. And I just remember, you know, later in his years, as he, you know, was um, suffering a little bit with his health, of course, he's like, oh, get that other nurse back. She's pretty, you know. Um, And so, you know, maybe you don't want the nurses to be certain things, but who doesn't want the attention of, you know, the the pretty girl, you know, I would think, you know, I, I would love to have it, you know. A sexy looking hot guy nurse take care of me any day. But you know, not Yeah, I guess all things no. equal. That's a good point. Sure, why not? Especially if you're at a certain of a of a certain maybe north of 75, 80 year old age. Sure, why not? You have the option? I get it. I, I think guess. it just depends on how sick you are, you know, but you know. Right, in two ways. Yeah. yeah so, so if you uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like if I was old and I had to have somebody like maybe give me a shower or or bathe me or something like that. that. It feels too much. There's also the other person in the equation. Like I would think it's like the thing if you're like, like if you're the husband and wife and you're having a say over, let's just say who's going to babysit the kids. Perhaps the wife has a say to be like, you're not going to pick that babysitter. (laughs) You're going to pick the less good looking one, (laughs) like that kind of thing of like, who do you choose to introduce to your, your ecosystem? So if you're an old guy, there's no threat. I could see there, you know, I guess I kind of get it, but I think I'd be, I think to Mark Paul's point of like sponge baths and all this stuff. I don't know. I don't want, I don't want an attractive person doing that. I have too much shame. (laughs) (laughs) Too much shame. (laughs) And a little shame is healthy. Um, and uh, yeah, that uh, this this just it is yeah. Poor Kelly, like she worked on this poem to essentially tell the whole class she is this is her guy, and she's crazy about him. <laughs> and Zach just drifts away to fuzzy pink fantasy land for Jennifer covered in sparkles. Uh, you know that uh, the drift away is a uh, a meme uh, that mm-hmm. I have used before. I think I don't yeah. know if I've sent it to you, Dashel, but if you uh, if you want, I can't. I, I, I know, but I, I'm yeah. going to send it to you after this uh, podcast. Again, I'm going to, I'm going to let you know that I do exist and that I do have Please. a meme with, thank with you. that. That yeah. I do have a meme. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, by the way, congratulations. Um, and yeah, you know, there, there you go, Nancy, you, you're, you, you really carry this episode. I mean, it is like, I believe it. I believe that Zach's in love with this, this woman he just met. And, uh, yeah, they get called into, um, some kids get called into the nurse's office for their shots and eye exams and everything else this nurse is doing today, I guess. Uh, Jesse has a weird storyline here this episode, folks. She can't see, as of now, the nurse says, Nurse Butcher, not Nurse Jennifer. Uh, and you'd think this episode would be about Jesse coming to terms with glasses, but it's it's not. <laughs> she has she she will learn boys don't like girls who have glasses, and then also she doesn't need them. It's a really weird lesson. To teach this is kids a thing, in though. This, in the middle of this, like, this, sex pot nurse episode. <laughs> this is a thing, though. I mean, I, it, again, we're we're giving complexes about wearing glasses here. And my yeah. my daughter, actually, my my fifteen year old daughter, 
needed glasses. She wears contacts now because she didn't Stuff want to like be this. associated with the stigma of of wearing glasses of of Great. being that girl. Um, so we're we're still not over in in in, in these times. Uh, but we certainly didn't do any favors then. Uh, Nancy was in an episode of a show called Full House, and they dealt with glasses much better. Not on your episode, I believe, but they they did a glasses episode and handled it Good. handled it well. I agree with Mark Stephanie because I, yeah. I wore glasses as a kid and I was horrified. Me too. I wouldn't wear them, and I had to get the contacts. And I just remember, mm. you know, having to get over that hurdle. It wasn't easy, and I it is a stigma still, right, you guys? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's weird though, because like. <laughs> Says, says the two says, guys says on the, the guy, Zoom says call the two guys, with, we're with both glasses. wearing glasses. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But for like a teenage yeah. girl or... I guess. I, I guess. It's, it's hard. Also, like, Mark Paul, your thing earlier of having a zit, like, there's not a teenager alive who has not struggled with a week in high school where their face was exploding at the worst possible time. Not everyone had it on television, but, like, you have enough to be insecure about as a teenager that's beyond your control that suddenly your eyes on top of that is, is kind of, yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> but Jesse won't learn that lesson this week. <laughs> She'll just learn she doesn't need him, and the nurse is blind. Um, and yeah, here's Zach's first uh, chance encounter with the nurse, Jennifer, not just adult student woman in heels in the hallway, Jennifer. It, that outfit, though, doesn't seem that that that's that that can't be to code. That's not regulation. Right? That's not okay. Yeah. So, do you, Nancy, my do you question remember is, when, yeah, Nancy, there you go. <laughs> like during during the wardrobe session, did they say, you know, we're going to keep bringing this up and up and up to a point where you're comfortable with, or did they just say, put this on and and get oh, out there? I, I don't, I you know, I just wore what they told me to wear. I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just grateful to have a job, and that's my wardrobe, sure. and you know, yeah, and I knew she was supposed to be a sexy nurse, so yeah, I wanted to go there, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I look. You did. I, you, I was, you made an impression. You, you certainly made. It. Look, you know, if you look at right, like even um, Halloween costumes, right? So, Mark, you, know, yeah. you went for the sexy nurse, the Halloween costume, right? You didn't. That didn't do it. Yep. Yeah. So you know that's that. You know, if they went there, I guess they did in the fantasy, right? In that fantasy scene, yeah. we'll jump to that later. But yeah. So for me, I didn't think that this was. I, I silly. I <laughs> it didn't strike because I, I, I like, so I grew up watching the show and I, yeah, in my like dumb child brain, like, oh yeah, like she's like the hot nurse. But now I watched, I'm like, wait a minute. I think even if you went to like a Halloween costume store and picked out like the sexy nurse costume, I think there'd be a little more fabric involved <laughs> in what, in what they sent you out in at this public really? school. I think the coat, I mean, until I take off the, the coat, coat, the coat is, the coat is, the coat leaves something to the imagination but the the length of skirt is like you would i mean it just look i had i went to several schools i interacted with all the nurses there, and there was, i can tell you the uniforms were there was more of it <laughs> <laughs> and certainly no high heels that i can remember mm-hmm. although i don't think i was checking for that at a, at 7 yeah um but yeah nurse jennifer and zach is instantly he's just so mark paul you you said you were like uncomfortable i would first of all as a Teenage boy, I think I was uncomfortable with any woman who talked to me in any time in any direction. You do seem uncomfortable here, but it like reads well. You you used it. Uh, thank you, Dashiell. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Good acting. Uh, yeah, but it 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 it. I do remember being uncomfortable <laughs> during scenes like this. I just wasn't. I I just wasn't this character. This wasn't me. Yeah. Um. So it was it was easy to hide behind 
me. I, I said this earlier when I was in makeup and hair and the, the Zach Morris clothes. Um, but during the week, I, I, I know that I would have been very uncomfortable looking at Nancy uh, during these scenes. It just, it, it, it wouldn't have gone very easy, especially we would have these, um, uh, rehearsals. We would have rehearsals in front of the executives. We would do it on Monday table reads, Tuesdays. We would do like a dry rehearsal in front of the executives and, uh, uh same with Wednesday and Thursday. And, you know, it was like a full run of the show. And, and, uh, those were always hard for me because I, I, I just wasn't, I, I just didn't feel comfortable playing this character if I wasn't in makeup and could hide behind that. Um, but yeah, the, this, this, uh, watching this, I cringe cause I'm like, Oh God, I just, I, I, I just don't feel like I was giving enough. Like I, I, I was holding back and it's because of my un- being, being uncomfortable and then being around, a, a, a you know, exactly what you were, Nancy, older. you were, you were older, you were, you were a woman, you were very attractive. And then to have to be a teenager acting against that, it, it played well, but it, it, it is uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me. And that brings us to the halls of Bayside, where if you um, thought poor Kelly before, (laughs) poor Kelly again. I mean, Zach asked her to go steady, and then she says yes, and he acts like he doesn't even know, like uh, he doesn't even know this person. He even (laughs) asks the rhetorical question, what was the question? And doesn't even wait for it. What was the question? And then just walks off. But before that, uh, I love how Dustin Diamond... um, like I need to give his last name. We know who we're talking about. You can about. say it. it yeah, we're, we know Dustin. It Dustin Screech. He's on a first name basis <laughs> either way. Yeah. Uh, but Dustin does that cat hiss, which we've seen in the past, <laughs> and he's about to crack. I love yeah. these moments on the show when when we just you know <laughs> being kids, we just laugh at ourselves, and and he is almost about to crack right there. <laughs> holds it together. <laughs> Tiffany turns around. And we continue the scene. He still uh, yeah, kind of chuckles even after he's yeah. turned. He's still he's still swallowing it. He, he well because also we had to sometimes. hold. He does the cat hiss, and I think what what made him break was the fact that the audience really reacted to it. So we have to hold for the audience. That's another thing. It's like in sitcom acting, you give a punch, and then when the crowd react, the audience reacts. You have to hold for the audience laugh before you can move on. Uh, and so he's holding the he's holding there for a second and, and just is about to lose it. But uh, yeah, so Kelly gives her answer and then um, yeah, your, your boy Zach there. Uh, just blows her off. Just blows Sorry, her Kelly. off. Shrugs, walks away. Done. Met a, met a oh, new woman. She's in the poor medical Kelly. field. Poor Kelly. That, uh, that brings us, that, that just sad look on her face brings us to act two. We are in the max here um, to learn that Slater is afraid of flu shots and uh, yeah, you know, uh, Nancy, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but this this episode is like weirdly topical that it's dealing with like a child's fear of getting a shot or vaccine, if you will. Um, and while the the Jesse lesson, <laughs> I'm not sure what Zach learns, but while the Jesse lesson <laughs> falls very flat, um, the Slater lesson is like valuable for kids. Like Say by the Bell was doing some real work in like helping kids get over a, a shot that could save their life. I mean, that's, you know. Good then, it's good now. I recently saw on, on Instagram, someone posted on one of the Say by the Bell threads um, something about, um, you know, let with a picture of the scene, you know, we're all <laughs> in, 
you the shot, Mark, and saying, you know, let Nurse Jennifer give you your COVID shot, <laughs> or have you had your COVID shot, or something like that. Um, you know, they tied it into the COVID shot, which I thought was funny. Oh, man, that's, that's great. great. The, the legacy you know, of Nurse Jennifer helping helping us get through a pandemic. I mean, who could have, you probably didn't see that one coming. <laughs> you know, coming out of that act one into act two and seeing Slater sitting there and he, he, his response to um, to Jesse uh, and, and the way he treats Jesse, it made me think like Kelly should have picked Slater. Mm-hmm. For to 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 to, <laughs> to to go steady, and I did those mm-hmm. air quotes. Um, he just seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> he's the better. I mean, he's the better. He's the better guy he for sure. Really I mean, is the better guy talented. in this episode. Yes, he I like mean, he, hey hey hey, take it look, easy. I'm just, I don't mean like acting wise. I just mean he can play the drums and do all this. Like he's like he's really. No, talented. I know what you meant. I know what also, you meant. That's also. And Mario. I'm telling you, take it easy. <laughs> his skin is flawless. His hair is it is is what it is. You know, he pulled he wears, himself up from a from like a, a tougher background of like like he wasn't just handed everything. He didn't grow up in the Palisades in a palace built on computers. <laughs> okay, now whatever. Now 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 I'm starting to defend Zach again. So whatever, okay. Dashwood. Right, okay. Um, and we get a nice line from Mario speaking here. How this episode had like a real adult themes and imagery. Um, the scene ends, or this little interaction ends with Mario, or excuse me, Slater telling Jesse, "I love it when you treat me rough." Again, folks, these are like. This is Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for children, uh, but they were they were being a little sneaky this week. Zach is uh, in his room now. Uh, he's rehearsing to seduce Jennifer. Um, he's wearing a full purple suit with patent leather shoes. So, Nancy, I'm just going to float this one your way. How do you rate Zach's uh, seduction outfit? <laughs> You know, purple's never been my favorite color, although, mm. you know, because I'm so obsessed with prints, I just have to mm. love it anyway. So, um, diplomatic. I love the effort. Diplomatic answer. Okay. I think it's the intensity of the feeling that I just love. It's funny uh, that the, uh, I'm wearing, I, and I don't really well, think I, it's, I, I, it's, purple it's not blue because I'm looking at Jesse. Is it blue? It's, it's in between. It's, some, it's, it's also weird between. the way it's lit. Because yeah. I'm looking at Jesse and Jesse's. Wearing that's purple. That purple. seems to be purple. Yeah. We could be here, but anyway, the the color purple is the one color that when I go in for wardrobe fittings, and we've we've already told our audience that I despise wardrobe fittings. There's there's nothing more than I despise than going to wardrobe fittings. I will do world I will hunger. Do pretty much anything. He doesn't. He hates wardrobe, wardrobe fittings. fittings more. Are, <laughs> no, no, no. In in the context know, of being on a set, in the yeah. context of being an actor. Um, you know, like, like I will do press more than I will do wardrobe fittings. Um, I appreciate press more than wardrobe, but when I go in for a wardrobe fitting, I will always, I will always tell them, please don't put me in anything purple. I don't, I don't want to wear purple. And maybe this was the, uh, the, the start, the catalyst to, to me not wearing purple, but they, they, they seemed, they seem to like, like, even when I don't, when I tell them I don't want to wear purple, they still say, you know what though? It just goes so well with your skin tone. Try this on. And then I put it on. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'll wear this purple shirt that I didn't want to wear, but you know, I, I, I don't own anything that color in my own personal wardrobe, but you'll see on a lot of things that I've been on. Uh, I've I've worn a lot of purple. Anyway, sounds like you've lost a lot of arguments with uh, with costume designers. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> what are you also? What are you going to do? Because I have like no they're, pull. they're just trying to. I like, have no you're pull both just actual. trying to get home at the end of the day. It's like let's just. Yeah, I get it. Um, I get jobs. Uh, I love this line from Jesse. 
flu shot floozy. Yes. I thought that was great. What a fun line. <laughs> also, like, so Nancy, you're uh, like the way that you, yeah, as we've discussed, like they like really like sexed you up for this episode. It's like like the the hot nurse. That is who you played. And I love that Jesse calls that out. Like, like just she's like, that nurse is a floozy. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a funny position for uh for Jesse to immediately identify. And I love how she's taking, you know, the side of her friend. You know, she's there for yeah. him and she's calling him out, right? That's what I, I really like about, you know, both the characters, Kelly as well. Who doesn't get a hard time, right? In in dating when you're young, any age, yeah. right? And and the girls handled themselves well. I just thought that that was fantastic. You know, I like the fact that she closed the door on him, you know, and didn't give him the good night. I mean, she's giving him a bit of a hard time, but I don't know. I thought there was some strength in that. And definitely the end was so, which we'll get to, but I just thought there were a lot of good lessons in there. And how unrealistic is Zach? I oh, mean, he, he like thinks like his he, plan he, is, he, is crazy. He just thinks He's crazy. <laughs> He's a well, dog chasing yeah, yeah, a truck. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, I, I I'm going yeah. to date both of them and, and, uh, you know, like, like, and she, and nurse Jennifer is going to say, obviously. obviously, yes, uh, to, to me wanting me to date her. I mean, it, what I, I, anyway, uh, this is the part dash will actually, if you're watching Peacock okay. versus Hulu, this, uh, where Zach turns to the camera is where it goes into a fuzzy pink fantasy. And there's a fuzzy pink fantasy where Zach is a doctor and on the operating table is Mr. Belding, and Screech is one of the one of the anesthesiologists. I fumbled it. Trying to anesthesiologist. There you go. I've hey. had four kids. I still can't say. End of the day. What was uh, the phrase? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's a fantasy where both Nurse Jennifer and Nurse Kelly are side by side with uh, with I Zach. That. Uh, and it's just a real quick fantasy scene, but we don't see it in the Hulu version. That's we so, do see that's it so funny Peacock you say that because I rem- so now I, I remember it vividly because I remember uh, editing this episode for Zach Morris's trash and that scene. I like I can see it now in my head, but I when it's missing, I didn't pick up on it. But there you go. He does have his fantasy with Nurse Jennifer and Kelly. He wants to have both. I mean, he's he's truly a, a hound dog, as it were. I think it's a fantastic fantasy. What boy wouldn't want to go with it? I mean, you know. <laughs> the voice of reason. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate I that. I wonder I'm- if Hulu took it out on purpose because they thought it was sending a, a, a you know bad message, or do you think it was a t- maybe? Yeah. Okay. No, I I kind of looked it up online, and there was there was talks that syndi- it, that Hulu sort of plays mm-hmm. the syndicated version of Saved by the Bell and and Peacock plays the original, which aired on Saturday mornings. And for syndicated reasons, because there's more commercials, they cut certain things out so that it just it just fell. What a to shame! The floor. That that is a good one. Um, it's it's one of the, it's, of the so again we're, we talk yeah. about the legacy of yeah. Nurse Jennifer. That's certainly one of the the reasons the the fantasy sequence. Yeah, there's a, there's a few other things throughout the uh, you know peppered throughout the episode that they cut. Uh, one was with uh, with um, the teacher, Miss Simpson. Uh, it, it set up her hearing loss at the beginning. It, in the Hulu version, they cut it, and in the Peacock version, there's just an extended uh, part uh, where where she complains about her hearing loss. Right, because otherwise you would have had to have continuity and remember that she can't hear. Which they kind of that's how the Hulu episode works. Yeah, they cut stuff for syndication that isn't a load-bearing, as we say in the room. And now we're in the classroom, and again, I, I just, I wrote on my notes, poor Kelly. 
I mean, she comes in, her self-esteem. I mean, she just comes in. She's like, did you talk to Zach? What did he say? And uh, I, she's confused. My heart for Kelly. She's deeply confused. I mean, this, this guy was like, let's go no, steady. I, as if he just got home from the beaches of Normandy. But she has every yeah. right to be confused. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's created her. Come on. Here he comes in his suit. Uh, I'd be, how is no one in the class raising their hand and saying, what the hell is going on, Zach? Why are you, did you just come back from Grimace's funeral? What are you wearing? <laughs> well done with the Grimace thing. I like that. Hey, thanks. You're a writer. That's professional why writer. I know. Yeah, yeah professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Good. And Good it's the shiniest of shoes. It's just crazy. Like, I would just, I mean, Slater, that should have been on Slater. He should have roasted Zach right, right away. I, by the way, I loved um, the way they played Miss Simpson's hearing aid here, how she's like screaming in pain. Really funny stuff. Hey, did you notice uh, with this uh, outfit that you so love that I rolled the <laughs> cuffs of my dress pants? I, I, I don't know why now. I did that. I don't know. You're showing a lot of ankle. You want her, you want her to know you got sturdy a sturdy base? I don't know. That, that, <laughs> I don't know what, that's not, you don't do that, nuts. by the way. You can do that with jeans. You jeans, don't do that with pants, dress pants. Yeah, not dress pants. No, you get them tailored. Yeah. It's funny that Elizabeth Bass, who is our wardrobe designer, allowed me to do that because that, that I, I'm sure I came up with doing that yeah. and she allowed me to do that. Uh, but that, that, that is not a good look. I would not do that today. She was like, I already got him in purple. I can only have so many battles this week. I'm just going to let him have the, the bottom of his pants. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you, you rolled up your sleeves on your jacket. It's like, which is more of a look, especially at this. Time. Well, that's an eighties look. I know that's 80s, more, it's more of a look. look, but yeah. maybe in your yeah. like, not yet fully, you know, you're a child. You were like, I better roll the bottoms up too. Better match the lookout. And speaking of um, the adult language here, this joke of, I wonder what's going on in that body of yours. Great delivery, Nancy. Uh, and Zach's like, turned to camera like, again, auga, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, I, I actually <laughs> laughed at my, I don't laugh too much at my deliveries. And I laughed at my delivery of going, whoa, whoa. Is it, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> And I'm wondering now, like, is that something Joey Lawrence picked up? Because it was very, very close to his uh, Same time, blossom. Yeah. yeah. You want to take credit for his career? Go for it. I will. You got a platform. Use it. Okay, good. It's mine. Hey, congratulations again. Two in one episode. Oh, my God. So many accolades. This episode would not get made today, at least not like this, just because you cannot have, you cannot have this like, what will, the, the, the next scene really solidifies it with Jennifer, but like this like sexual tension between school faculty and a child is like, you can't do that today, folks. Um, and as much as like Nurse Jennifer rules and like we all love Nurse Jennifer, this is like watching it now, I'm like, wait a minute. This is like, there are some really confusing lessons here to show children. You don't need glasses, even if someone says you do. Uh, it's okay to get someone else to take the flu shot for you. And like sometimes the school nurse might sexually <laughs> harass you out of the room uh, to, to, to teach you a lesson. <laughs> These are all very confusing things to put on TV. But I, this episode is an all-timer. Can I just say one thing that I, I think that, um, yes, it is confusing. It would never get made today. However, you know, I think that there's so many kids out there. I know I did, you know, have a crush on somebody older, right? So I think at the same sure. time, I wouldn't want any kid or teenager to feel like there's something wrong with them 
for having, you know, maybe those feelings. And what I loved about the episode is that, you know, yes, it wouldn't be done in this way, but it does show, you know, the character that's got the crush is, hey, I know you got a crush and I know you think you feel this way, but when it comes down to it, you really wouldn't, it's really not, right? It's not what you would want and it's not cool, you know? And I think that that's kind of the lesson, you know, he, that he takes away. So I think that it's safer to, for kids to watch the show and kind of go through it and let, you know, uh, the character of Zach play it out for them. And then they don't have to go do it, you know, in their life and they can stop obsessing about that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking. That, that's a, that's a very grounded, uh, and thoughtful interpretation. My my mind just immediately goes to like, geez, you could get sued or something putting this on TV. But no, you're right. Kids, this is a real thing uh, that kids deal with. And weirdly enough, is a thing Saved by the Bell dealt with earlier in this season where Kelly's little sister likes Zach. Um, but this is different because that's two children. This is like child adult, young adult, adult adult. Um, but that's a really good point. Uh, thank you for, for sharing Probably that. Probably get pushback. Women are like, or mothers going, you're crazy. You know, I don't know. It's sensitive for sure. Something tells me that uh, Nurse Jennifer has enough defenders out there in the universe. So, Dashiell, this is where the uh, the hand acting will start. Uh, it's been throughout the whole entire episode, but this is where it's pretty apparent. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing stuff with my hands, uh, and I can't stop. I mean, it's like this this thing right there. Yeah. See what's going on there? It'll carry it. over into the next, into oh, the next scene. You'll see it. Now that you see it, you will not be able to unsee it. Wait, where is your zit, though? I haven't seen that once. I'm not even kidding. Has it been around this whole time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's right there. I can't even see it. I, Mark, Mark, yeah, Paul, you, you're not... I, I've said this it's right there, pal. before. It's right there, It's just... Look on the screen. No. looks just like a I mean, you. No, nah, it's not. It's, 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 it's there. You're... Oh, oh there I saw, it is. Okay, I saw, nope. I saw a shadow. Okay, I take it back. Yeah, okay. But See? that's, that's just a face. Faces do that sometimes. Nope, I, I'm trying to the freeze frame it right there. there oh, so oh you're, you're it. crazy. I can barely see it. I'm only seeing it because I'm like really looking for it, but it looks like a That shadow like, right there, that nothing. shadow right there, there's a cluster going on right there. If we weren't and paused. So okay, I'm not talking paused. about when, when I'm in makeup. I'm talking about yeah, during okay. the week when I have to act with my other fellow actors sure. and I, I don't have makeup sure. on. Okay. They have to see me with this stuff on. That's when it was, and you it, know. Okay, uh, that makes very, sense. Yeah, okay. I get okay, moving I get, on. I take, I take it wanna, Yeah, we could be here all day on the zip. I don't want to go back to my therapist and just talk about a zip. I never thought. I only thought that you were absolutely just so handsome and adorable. Thank you, but I, I certainly didn't feel that growing up. I, I was very self conscious about myself, um, and still to this day. I mean, it's, it's you know, as an actor, I mean, I, 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 it's one of the reasons I don't like to watch myself on screen because I, I just pick myself apart. You know, even before we uh, we got on uh, on the air tonight, um, I told Dashiell that I, I I did not like the way I looked in the reimagining of Say by the Bell. So I've I've worked really hard to try to. Uh, look a certain way, and and um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's what we do as actors, you know. We're constantly, like, at least for me, it's like I'm constantly like f- finding things to improve or or work on, and and uh, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes something as stupid as a zit can make you feel like shit, uh, and it shouldn't. But and everybody tells you like, oh, don't worry about it. But you know, you know, as a, as a human. You go through these things, and I, I, I think it's pretty normal. Um, 100%. Yeah. 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 But, you know, you move on, and, and, uh, and uh, then you get a really nice compliment from, from 
Nurse Jennifer. All these years says later. You were, <laughs> yeah, uh, years later. By the way, I'm coming up with uh, a t-shirt. No one take this away from me, but it's going to be a, a a picture of Nurse uh, Jennifer. Okay. And then uh, above it, I'm going to have flu shot floozy. Did you get your, did, and then I'm going to say, Great. and then I'm going to say, uh, you know, COVID-19 on, on the bottom. It's okay. mine. Feel like you could, it feels like you could simplify it would be my, th- I feel like there's a lot going on on this shirt, but we, look, it's your idea. Do whatever you want with it. It seems like it. A, I bet you'll make dozens hey, listen, of dollars. I'm going to make dozens of dollars. Dozens so of dollars. And I will, I will be there. I will give you another congratulations. Um, I Googled this scene with, uh, with, with Slater pressuring Zach to get the flu shot to, um, to keep his secret. You can get the flu shot twice. It won't kill you. Uh, it was safe, but it does seem pretty weird. Um, and she says, bend over Blondie for the act break, implying the flu shot is going in Zach's butt. This is Nurse Butcher. Yeah. Nurse Jennifer would never. Um, and it's like, is she going to do that in the room with Slater right there? <laughs> like, what is, what's going on at Bayside, folks, is my question. Every single week we do this, we'll never know. We're in act three. Like that. At the max. Bennett did a good job in this episode. I'm, I'm writing it of giving everyone a story that touched on the nurse. I thought that was really impressive. Every single person's story is directly related to the nurse arriving or these physicals. Screech is training for his physical, a little wordplay there. Um, and Lisa not getting much, but she's gossiping and that that lands her in Nurse Jennifer's office. Uh, sometimes all the stories don't connect. So again, good job, Bennett. So what I took from this scene is uh, Zach basically running around the max with uh, Screech and he's publicly declaring that he wants to date other people. Screaming. He doesn't want to be exclusive. He's screaming this out so everyone can hear this. But then uh, the the Screech stops him and says, but I I already bought you a wedding gift and it's a blender. (laughs) And the interesting thing is uh, I, my blender that I use every day pretty much, uh, was a wedding gift. And I remember the person who gave me that wedding gift. And yeah. uh, I appreciate it every single day. It's just funny that he he said a blender. And, and it's it's one of those things. That every day that I use that blender, I thank that person. And it, it, it it's the uh, uh, one of my favorite people in the world. It was uh, the late uh, Stephen Bochco, uh, who got me a very cool uh, Vitamix blender. And every day that I use it, I'm like, thank you, Stephen. And... Uh, my favorite, my favorite tool in the kitchen. Uh, Screech is here going to. So this is all part of Zach's like, just nutso, nutso scheme to like keep Kelly busy while he pursues Jennifer. <laughs> he's pawning her off. You he's don't like, do this. But he's like, he doesn't want her to move on, and God forbid she lands a date with one Slater. He's like, let's just keep her on ice with a uh, Melvin Nerdly. Great name. I have no questions about Melvin. Um, and yeah, Zach. Uh, Zach does one of these like in his little in his little outfit. One of these like breakups, like it's not you or me, it's us, and we need to we need we're too young. And I mean, he's, he's kind of saying true things, but this is all bullshit, um, which Kelly sees through. Kelly's smart, um, and Zach technically doesn't lie because he says it's not another student. <laughs> so there are a lot of lessons here for children, and one of them is guys will do this; they will lie. And they will lie on a technicality to your face, especially at the age of 16. So a lot of, a lot of lessons here of a mixed variety. Um, and I love how quickly Lisa decodes what Slater and Jesse are saying. It's very fast. Brings us right to Nurse Jennifer. And they get you on board so quick, Nancy. <laughs> they, 
<laughs> they turn you right away. You're like, you're like ready to help these kids exact some kind of like lesson. Um, teachers at Bayside love to team up with children to retaliate against Zach. It's happened multiple times. It'll happen again. And yeah, here we go for the information that Jesse doesn't need glasses and uh, she dumps out her purse full of glasses. I little comedy note. I thought that purse could have been more, more full of glasses. That's my, my thought. Well, she only carries a purse to carry her glasses. It should have. It should have been. It should. The purse should have been huge. There should have been thirty glasses in there. That's my. <laughs> it's it's the clown car effect. It's not enough and glasses. That is in there. why. And that is why you're a writer on the reimagining of Say by the Bell. I know. I stand on the shoulders of giants. I look at. I look at a TV show from thirty years ago and say there should be more glasses in that purse. <laughs> um, and here we go. Another killer outfit from Zach, and it's Jennifer's turn to wear purple. I think that that is pretty much what I wore to the audition, except for I had a black skin tight sweater on. I had, it's probably my skirt. That's pretty much exactly. And probably my belt. That's how you booked it. I guess. Well, you you got quite a reaction from the audience. Oh my God. Going nuts. Well done on that one. Yeah. They went nuts on that one. (laughs) So Nancy, you are correct. This episode does teach good lessons about like, I think fantasy versus reality is is really the lesson. I mean, as all humans of all ages, we fantasize about wanting something, but when it actually comes our way, it's like, oh, this is a, to use your words, grass is always greener thing, or mm-hmm. the grass is actually a nightmare sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. but, but this execution, like you would lose, Nurse Jennifer would lose her job. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 just imagine that review in Belding's office. Like, you, you can't teach kids a sexy lesson. <laughs> like, it's like no, you did that. That's your last week at Bayside. Hundred percent. When I, you know, I always saw just <laughs> the whole episode as that as yeah. a fantasy a little bit. Like I remember, totally. I was interviewed by somebody else a few months ago, and and they were surprised that that was my interpretation of it. I just saw it like that, you know. Yeah, um, it is. I mean, this is, but it is so funny. Like, and also again, Zach with the outfits, same pants, but boy, oh boy, that's a sweater. Uh, and and yeah, it's just like this. As quickly as the kids turned you, you were able to immediately scare Zach right out of the room. I mean, he he can't. He's fumbling over his words. He's desperately trying to escape. And look so at that, that hair. That sweater <laughs> is. I mean, that is quintessential of that time, eighties, right? I mean, that's yeah. amazing. I will say something about the hair flip, if I could. Please. So my grandmother, um, she had always begged me to uh, do the, um, put the blame on me, Rita Hayworth, um, Rita Hayworth hair flip that she did in, is it Gia? Gigi? Gosh, I'm going blank now. Rita Hayworth did a movie where she did the hair flip. And um, anyway, my grandmother kept begging me and I was like, I'm not, I don't know where to do that. And I, and I did it here. And I said, Grandma, and she was exactly that room. She's like, I don't care. It's exactly what I wanted you to do. She was so happy about it. So uh, that's how that came about. I love that. You made Grandma proud with the hair flip. Because that's when, that's when the scene turns. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> like she's, not, she's not messing around. She's whipping that hair around in her, in her office. Like this is, this is moving way too fast for everyone. <laughs> I love it. Mark Paul, you, you know, I'm, I'm giving Nancy the accolades here, but you really, again, I know this was you being really uncomfortable. It really, it's a really good, funny scene. 
it's great. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I wasn't. I, I, I was noticing how the um, the counter that I'm sitting on was moving. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't really looking at my acting uh, during this, and and that was because the uh, the set decorators didn't lock it down, uh, because we would you know rotate these scenes around uh, th- these sets around. Sorry, and uh, oh, that's the bathroom, we would move things in and out. Yeah, that is that's this the is bathroom. the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I just so noticed. that that act, that counter moves around while I'm scooting on it and and uh, you know find my butt into the sink and and trying to get out. So you'll see that it it like shifts, and they just then put wedges underneath it and and lock it down. Um, again, I, I take I, I I feel like that was my responsibility. I should have said, "Hey guys, this is moving," which I've done. I've I, on my show now. I, I, if the um, the kitchen island on mixed dish. It'll sometimes move because we have to move it for you know certain uh, shots and things to get cameras in. And if it moves, I'll always say like, "We need to lock it down. Let's get the wedges in. You know, bring in the 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 the, the set deck guys and do this." And I, I didn't then, but uh, uh, but yes, you were giving me a compliment. Thank you, Dashiell. I was. I <laughs> I believe I appreciate it. It moved right. It was moving yeah. during rehearsal. I remember that. I remember yeah. that being like a thing and trying to like the choreography of oh, this wow. was a little challenging. The movie, by the way, sorry, was Gilda, Rita Hayworth Gilda yeah. for any movie buffs out there. But I do remember that moving and, and us trying to figure out like the, the blocking of that scene was a little challenging, if I remember correctly. Do you remember anything about that? I mean, you, I know you said you remember about the moving thing, but like during the week, right? No. Didn't it take a while for no. you, right? Or something or? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, again, like you know, the rehearsals and things, everything's such a blur. Uh, you know, trying to trying to remember that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I, yeah, having you in my face like that, I, I do remember being very uncomfortable. And that, uh, yeah, sorry, <sighs> it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was me. It was. That sounds like yeah. not you. It's me. Like Why did you right just give Kelly that speech? It's me. I just get two nuts on the on the just, on the yeah. forest floor. I mean, the fact that I said that. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, no, I I actually enjoyed watching it. Just I found myself, you know, cringing for my uh, young self uh, watching watching that. I cannot imagine Kathy Ireland in this now. Now that I'm like actually like having like no. There's there's no. only one Nurse Jennifer, and hey. and she's here now. To, to remember yeah. that the counter moved. I didn't, I, I said, oh, wow, sorry, while you were talking, because I, I, I like, we were playing it back in the little screen. I saw it like looked like a, when you actually watch the counter in that scene, it is really rocking back and forth. It doesn't look safe. I fixed it. Watch when I jump on it right there. Boom, it comes off the and wall. And then, yeah, it went right <laughs> Did here. You see it like, come off the wall? Like that, like look again. at the stuff on. Yeah, it's like, it's really, it's really gone. But watch, watch right here where my finger is, Dashwell. Yeah, totally. It's, it's coming back thing. and forth. Yeah, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. I so it's a double nervous. Yep. You're you're nervous that uh, you're nervous that Nurse Jennifer is is in your space, but you're also like, I think I might die today on set. <laughs> I think I might have to visit a hospital in Burbank before the sun sets today. Uh, but you you got out okay. And that brings you to Kelly's house, where if you were saying, "Poor Kelly," before you're not anymore. Um, Bennett, by the way, I'm going to give him his last little bit of praise here. He uh he closes the episode in the same rare location it started. It's a little bookending trick from movies. Gives the episode like a uniquely sort of cinematic texture that it begins and ends at Kelly's house. And we meet Melvin. And of course, Melvin Nerdly is the coolest dude in the freaking world. <laughs> All I gotta say is fuck Melvin. Yeah. And Melvin. and and fuck the very aggressive handshake that he does right here. I do remember this, by the way. 
You this do? fucker squeezed my hand oh, really, really, really hard. That's not good. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was a character bad, thing man. to like. I feel bad for saying he's cool. <laughs> feel bad for who? For me or for him? I feel bad for you. I, I, that, that's not nice. I mean, he was. I, I think. No, he, no, no. Yeah. Don't feel bad for me. It was. It was. I think it was a character thing. Like hmm. he's gonna like show me. He's dominating. That he's you. yeah. He's dominating me. Uh, and then uh, as he walks away, he kind of gives me a punch too. Yeah. Uh, I, th- th- <laughs> this guy, he's he's so funny. This guy. I, I I don't. I was. I wanted to look him up. I wanted to see if he's still working or not. But this reminds. This guy reminds me of all the kind of guys that went out to Los Angeles. I, right. I I like pictured this guy coming from Ohio or something, and and uh, finding himself out here. And uh, you know, th- this is what I created in my head. But Melvin Nerdly, he plays. F- hockey and basketball and chess and sometimes he's a model. I mean, these are this is what you put on your resume yeah. when you're when you're coming out to LA to make it. Uh Melvin Melvin was an actor in 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 my head. Um and and he he played this role really really well. I tried looking him up, but he he isn't credited at the end and I think it's a shame. I wish we could give him the credit that he he is due. Yeah, he definitely has now that you're saying it like he was like the most handsome young man in his small town energy. And he came to Los Angeles to surely make it happen. But folks, it's gambling if you're keeping score here in Hollywood. Um, and uh, yeah, Kelly's going to learn the Lombada from Melvin. Again, the, the forbidden, forbidden dance. dance. This is like a mm-hmm. sexual episode, folks. Four children all over the place. Uh, and yeah, Zach, Nancy, your your point is really good. Like, he he learns a tough lesson here. If you, they're not going to wait for you, <laughs> you know, especially at that age. Yeah, I, I think that that's so great. I mean, I think any girl watching this can just have Kelly as the role model. You know, you're going to have heartbreak, and you're going to have a guy give you a hard time, and you know, you have a choice whether to, you know, how you're going to handle it. So, I I think she's a good role model for people. I would love to see the Kelly and Nurse Jennifer show. Give them their own show. Um, and uh, yeah, Kyle. Send Zach here to the splash zone. Kyle Kapowski. We'll never see him, ever. <laughs> well, we'll never see him. But just to uh, to give an, some insight to the audience, you know, the, these are these are special effects in a way mm-hmm. where Zach gets water dumped on his head. And what will happen is is we'll do this take a few times before we actually dump the water. Uh, because once we dump the water, it's it's done. I'm, I'm not going yeah. back into makeup. I'm not going back into wardrobe and getting everything. You know redone um so we have to make sure we have the scene and then we can go ahead and dump uh and that's what exactly what happens uh look at that's that. it freeze frame. freeze frame peter did they at least make the water warm for you or was it freezing i'm sure you know being There's, an actor was avion water it was oh, you know that, that that's a thing too sometimes just the another insight is that when you see dew or sweat on somebody it's the makeup artist coming in with a a, a spritzer, like an yeah. Avion spritzer. Oh, yeah. I'm like, really? Just put it in a spray bottle and spray it. No, 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 no. It has to be this because it's good for your skin. Avion was I'm smart like, oh. to come out with that that spray bottle, by the way. <laughs> like genius. Move. What? I mean, I only know it is that we use it on sets uh, yeah. to, to, to make me look like I just ran a 10K. Uh, but what what is it for? Is it is it an actual product that gets sold to the public? Yes, it's for makeup. I thought I thought it's for like I thought it's for all makeup. Like I remember like girls in high school and middle school had it like with their makeup and stuff. For that as well. But I grew up in Florida for the most part, and I remember people at the beach, you know, and at the mm. pool spraying themselves. And I thought, who is spending that money 
spraying themselves with Evian. Like it, I, I still can't believe people buy that. Feels like the eighties. Like talk about the eighties. Like yeah, like I'm gonna spray myself down with like the the finest waters of the planet. Like that's an idea birthed out of a decade of cocaine abuse. <laughs> uh, and uh, that brings us to the credits. Thank you so much, Nancy. This this was great. Thank you guys. It was a pleasure. Really good to to see you again, Mark. And thank you, Dashiell. Thank you guys. It's great. Wonderful podcast you guys have. Oh. Thank you, Nancy. You should listen to the other ones. They're not. This was this was better than most. I mean, this was this, if this gives you like. It's a fine podcast, but this is a this is a really good yeah, episode. Good. Glad to be a part of it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to see you and 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 spend some time with you. Um, I wish uh, you know I I can't believe it's been this long, but uh, you know we won't say how many years. Let's just call it five. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we're, you. We're not, but <laughs> regardless, five? you you look amazing, and 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 uh, I'm I'm so glad. I, I I read up on everything that you've been doing, and I'm I'm so happy for you, and and uh, wish you nothing but the best. Happy for you guys. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nancy. Bye. Mark Paul, there will be homework for next week. It's an episode called "Breaking Up Is Hard to Undo." And you'd, you'd think you and Kelly just broke up, didn't you? I mean, <laughs> in terms of homework, I don't even know what you just said. I'm who still cares? like, wow. You're still, you're still. Uh, who, who gives a fuck? <laughs> We're talking about Nurse Jennifer for crying out loud. The oh more important God. thing. This is so Screw funny. homework this week. We should probably end the episode here. <laughs> uh, the episode is called uh, Breaking Up is Hard to Undo. It's for next week. Please watch it. Thank you, Nancy Valens, so much for joining. Thank you, Mark Paul. And thank you, the listener. We'll see you next week. Zach to the Future is a production of Cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gossler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malangone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Schuf. Thanks to the whole team at Cadence 13 and to you for listening.